hitting you right between the ears with a message of hope, love, and good news. This is Lifespring number 125. It is a he. Hey. How you doing? Oh, I'm excited today. Got a great show. Hello, I'm Steve Webb. Good to see you. Glad you're here. How you doing? Is your week off to a good start? How's your weather where you're at? Oh man, we got some places around the country here in the United States that are just having a rough go of it. I won't even talk about the weather here in Southern California. It just wouldn't be right. Well anyway, we've got a lot to do today. So what I'm going to do is quickly invite you to a brand new website that is being moved tonight, right after I post this show. I'll talk about more. I'll talk more about the the move and everything later. Same URL though, same address. Go to the same place as always, lifespringpodcast.com. Of course, the Podshow website is the same, lifespring.podshow.com. And of course, my email is the same. Steve.lifespring at gmail.com. The listener comment line is 206-350-CALL. Or for those of you that have these fancy digital telephones that don't have the numbers on the or the letters the letters on the numbers anymore, 206-350-2255. You ready? Well then come on. Follow me. Let us get this. Puppy rolling. Just 
Waba. Good friend of the show. Good friend of the show, Waba. And uh, the subject today is a mystery to some people. And I got an email this week kind of highlighting that fact. The person was asking about the Holy Spirit. They said they knew very little about the Holy Spirit and asked me to do a show about him. Actually, the writer asked me to do a show about it. But the Holy Spirit is not an it. The Holy Spirit is a he. And we're going to talk about that. You see, the Bible teaches us several things about God. One thing is that there is one God. And I believe that, as do millions and millions and millions of other people that believe the Bible. The Bible also teaches us that the one God is made up of three persons. What? One God? Three persons? Sounds like double talk, or maybe I should say triple talk. How can this be? One God, but three persons. Well, we talked about it just a couple of weeks ago, and I don't really fully understand it, and I'm not going to go into a long dissertation of the concept today, which I could, But that's not what we're going to do. Today we're going to focus on the Holy Spirit. But let me talk a little bit about the the three persons in one God type of a thing. 
I'm going to use a couple of uh, crude illustrations, and uh, they just kind of give you kind of a really rough idea of how God is one but three, okay? Let's consider good old H2O, or water. Now, remember, these are just illustrations, okay? They're not perfect, but they give a rough idea, like I said. So, water. It's a, it's a single compound that has the ability to exist in three states, liquid, ice, and vapor. And there are even some very special conditions under which it can exist in all three states at one time. Well, that's kind of cool. So you got water, liquid, gas, and solid. The solid, of course, being ice. Okay, another illustration. The egg. One egg, three parts. The shell, the yolk, and the white. And one more illustration. Let me just throw, throw this one in, too. You are one person. Now, some of you might have multiple personalities, but that's beside the point. <laughs> you're one person, but you're three parts. Your body, your mind, and your spirit. Okay? Your body is that part that you see. The mind is the thing that you think about, think with. Okay? It's that, that part of you that, that's kind of listening to me right now and, and, and judging whether I sound like some sort of a, uh, I don't know, what do I sound like to you? <laughs> Your mind is what, what determines what I sound like to you, whether I'm some sort of a, an oddball or whether I'm a good guy or whatever. Your mind thinks about that. And then your spirit. Your spirit is that thing, that part of you that is going to remain after your body dies and after your mind stops functioning because of death. All right, so let's talk about the Holy Spirit. For most people, it is fairly easy to grasp the concept of God the Father and God the Son. <laughs> We're all pretty familiar with fathers and sons. They're all around us. We see them. Most of us have known our own fathers or were raised by a father figure, and roughly half of us are sons. Or if you're not a son, let's see, if you're not a son, that means you're a daughter. <laughs> and if you're a daughter, it's not too much of a stretch to under understand the concept of being a son, right? But this Holy Spirit idea, now that's a whole other thing entirely, right? Our Catholic friends use the term the Holy Ghost. Now, with all due respect, that almost sounds kind of spooky, doesn't it? Now, please, I'm not trying to make light of this at all, but I'm, I'm, and I'm not making fun of Catholics. I'm just trying to look at this from the perspective of someone just finding out about all this stuff. The Holy Ghost. I mean, you, you think your mind thinks of all kinds of different things. And then there's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit are the same thing. So from the perspective of somebody, you know, on the outside or even hey, check, check this. Listen, in a Barna survey, Barna does uh, surveys of the religious world in 1997, 61% of United States residents surveyed agreed with the statement that the Holy Spirit is a, a quote, a symbol of God's presence or power but is not a living entity. They agreed with that. 61% agreed with that statement, that the Holy Spirit is a symbol of God's presence or, or power, but is not a living entity. 
Wow, interesting. Even more. Listen. That answer was held by a majority or a near majority of those in almost every Christian denominational family, including mainline Protestants and evangelical Christians. And it was most common in non-whites and young people. So, I don't know what that means. I'm reading this and it says... Um, was held by a majority or near majority. Well, they must have broken it down into, into different classes. Yeah, that's what they did. That's how they, they worked that out. But it was a majority or near majority in, in almost every Christian denomination. Wow. But it's not a new view. Back in the days of the early church, some people held that the Spirit was an emanation of God the Father. And others thought of the Holy Spirit in the same terms as the Talmudic discussions of the divine Shekinah or presence as an expression of what Christians call the Father. In the Old Testament, we read about the, the, the Shekinah glory, or the presence of God the Father. They didn't call him God the Father then, but that's what we Christians think of. of that, that part of God that we Christians call the Father has a presence, the Shekinah glory. He 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 just has this 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 uh, this presence about him. But that's not the Holy Spirit. But some people thought or think of the Holy Spirit as that way. Well, I'm giving you my my impressions or the 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 data there, and I'm telling you that he's a person. What does the Bible say? Don't listen to what I say. Listen to what the Bible says. Actually, listen to what I say. But, I, but I'm not the authority. <laughs> All right. Listen. Uh, let's see. What the Bible says about the Holy Spirit. Check it out. In uh, New Testament, Acts 13, verse 2, it says, While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. You hear that? The Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So that means the Holy Spirit speaks. Wow. Now that's not something that an emanation does. That's not something that some, you know, ooey-gooey force does. The Holy Spirit speaks. He said, set apart for me Barnabas, da-da-da-da-da, okay? So that's the first thing we learn. Check it out. Let's go to the book of Romans, chapter 8. It says, uh, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. So the Holy Spirit intercedes. Hear that? It says the, the Spirit himself intercedes for us. Well, now, what is that, to intercede? Well, that means that he acts as a go-between for us in front of God the Father. Okay? Where, we, where words fail us, the Holy Spirit will come in and speak for us the things that ought to be prayed, even, even though we don't know what to pray. I know, it sounds weird, but that's part of the faith that is in a, 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 a Christian a follower of Christ. He picks up where we leave off and he acts as a go-between for us. 
Okay. So that takes will. So we've learned that he speaks and that he has will. Now there's more to that. Let's listen to this. In the book of John, chapter 15, we learn one of the, the uh, names for the Holy Spirit. You know, my, I do that show, In Touch with God's Character, and there are many, many different characteristics of God. Well, here's one of the characteristics, one of the names of the Holy Spirit. It says, When the Counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who goes, the Spirit of Truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. He testifies, it says there. He testifies. What does that mean? Well, what does it mean when somebody testifies in a court of law? It means they tell what happened. They tell the facts about what they saw. Well, the Holy Spirit tells us about Jesus. That's what, that's what Jesus said there. That was Jesus speaking in that. He said, when the counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me, Jesus said. Okay, so he speaks, he intercedes, he testifies about Jesus, he tells, he speaks. Okay, another one, John chapter 16. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what he, or he will tell you what is yet to come. So did you hear that? He will guide you into all truth. He guides us. What a marvelous thing this is. When you're on a journey through an unknown territory, how valuable is a guide? Someone who knows the area, all the nooks and the crannies, all the pitfalls and all the safe places. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. He guides us to what is true. He's a guide. Wow, that's cool. Going, going back to the book of Acts, 16th chapter, it says, Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of uh, Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. And when they came to the border of uh, Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, Bith, yeah, Bithynia, <laughs> that's easy for me to say. They tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So check this out. He commands. He allows things and forbids some things. He is, after all, God. And he knows what is best to achieve God's ends. So there are times when he exercises his rights as God to take command of a situation. In Acts uh, chapter 20, it says, Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. So here it says that the Holy Spirit appoints leaders. It says, Keep watch over yourselves and the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. He's talking to leaders of a church there. It was the Holy Spirit who decided who the leaders were going to be in that church. This is not something that just some, you know, ethereal force out there would do, right? This is these 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 are the actions of a person. A couple of more. John chapter 16 again. It says, "When he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment." Now, nobody likes to hear that part. He will convict the world of guilt. Well, that's not bad. He brings that awareness of our own sin to our hearts. 
so that we can make that U-turn that I talked about last week. But he also judges the world's sin as well. Now, that's something that, that God does. But he does that in a loving way to bring us to him. If you don't know you're going the wrong way, how, would, how, how do you know you're going the wrong way unless somebody tells you? All right, so God, the Holy Spirit, convicts. He brings that awareness of sin. And one more, Ephesians in the New Testament, first chapter. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Man, that was a lot of words there. What did that say? It said, listen, um, you were included in Christ when you heard the, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you accepted the word, when you accepted the truth of the salvation, you were marked with a seal. That seal being the Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the redemption of those who are God's possessions, who's that? That's you and that's me if we believe in Jesus. All right, so what that's saying is the Holy Spirit is the seal, the mark, the guarantee of God's promise. You see, in Bible times, when a legal document was drafted, oftentimes the one making the decree or the guarantee or the contract would have a signet ring or perhaps some sort of a metal stamp. And wax would be melted onto the document. Wax would be melted onto the document, and that ring or that stamp would be placed on the molten wax, leaving an unmistakable image when the wax hardened, making the seal. And then all who saw the seal from then on knew that person who left that seal had placed his very name and honor on the document as a guarantee that it would be carried out. Okay? We've been told that if we make Jesus Christ our Savior by asking Him and by, by asking Him to become a part of our life, to become the leader of our life, then we become a child of God. And as a child of God, we are guaranteed an inheritance from God. Well, we haven't received that yet, but the Holy Spirit is our seal, our mark, our guarantee. Pretty cool. That's a legal, th that's a legal thing. That's very cool. <laughs> so there's a lot of other places in Scripture that show us how the Holy Spirit has intellect, emotions, will. He can even be grieved, it's said. Wow. So this means that the Spirit has a personality. He is a person. So, again, don't call the Holy Spirit an it. It is a he. I love the way that A.W. Tozer put it. He said, spell this out in capital letters. The Holy Spirit is a person. Capital letters. The Holy Spirit is a person. 
Tozer went on. He said, he is not enthusiasm. He is not courage. He is not energy. He is the he is not the personification of all good qualities, like Jack Frost is the personification of cold weather. Actually, the Holy Spirit is not the personification of anything, Tozer continues. He has individuality. He is one being and not another. He has will and intelligence. He has hearing. He has knowledge and sympathy and ability to love and to see and think. He can hear, speak, desire, grieve, and rejoice. He is a person. The Holy Spirit. It is a he. To the writer of the email, I hope this answers your question. Much too far away to feel This I know you know Much too far away to hear I didn't mean to go
have the Holy Spirit. That's what that's what He does. He comes and lives inside of us when we de- when we decide that we're going to follow Jesus, and He's the one that melts the, the the stony heart. So that was Susan Gray with "Live Here." That's the Holy Spirit. That's what He does, and He's someone you can love and pray to. He's God, one hundred percent God, not a third of God, one hundred percent. He's somebody you can love. Okay, so let's get on here with uh, the show. Story of the week on the internets, Filling up them tubes. How cool would it be if you're like reading a magazine, if you're into uh, reading magazines and you and you see an ad for something that you go, oh, I want to know more about that. Or, you, or you're, let's say you're, you're looking at, um, I don't know, uh, Guitar Magazine and, and you see a um, an ad for a new album by your favorite group. I don't know. Under Oath, let's say. Say, oh, I'd like to hear some off that album. But all you got is your cell phone. Well, if your cell phone has a camera, check this out. And if this ad that you're looking at uses this technology I'm going to tell you about, you could use that cell phone's camera. This is so cool. You can use that cell phone's camera to... View the picture of the ad, take a picture, and it will take you to the website and play the song for you. Sound like science fiction? Nah. There's an ad, or um, there's a website that I'm going to put a link to that tells about this new technology that is actually being used right now in Japan. How's come us here in the United States are always so far behind the curve? I don't know. So anyway, it's it's uh, hiding messages in plain sight. Very, very cool. Great technology. So that is the story of the week and the website of the weekend. So that's uh, that's what we're doing there. I thought that was a, the coolest thing. The story's about a week old, so maybe you've heard about it. But I hadn't, so maybe you haven't either. All right, now podcast of the week. All right. Good friend of mine in podcasting is a weatherman. Now, what does a weatherman do? He forecasts weather, right? Well, one of the things they do is same thing you and I do. Although we're much less scientific about it and we don't have the fancy meteorologist title. But a lot of times, here's a secret. The weatherman looks out the window. Well, that's what Ed Roberts does in his podcast called Looking Out the Window. Now, that's not his, his weather forecasting podcast. That's his music show. He tells the stories behind the music and he does it in a way that is really cool. He gets the actual artist on the show to talk about the the the, the story behind their music. Uh, the very first show he did was, well, actually, co- coincidentally, the guy you're listening to right now, Jimmy Bratcher, uh, Ed's first show, looking out the window number one, he had Jimmy Bratcher on there talking about some of his music. So that's my podcast of the week. Ed is a great guy. Uh, I've met him at the uh, expo. Last year, the Podcast Expo, we spent some time together. But before that, we emailed many, many times. And, uh, you know, he's a good guy and he's got a great show if you're in it, into music at all. So, links to Looking Out the Window and the website or Story of the Week are going to be at LifespringPodcast.com. Now, that brings me to this point right here. Tonight, yes. This morning, actually. I don't know what time it is. What time is it right now? As I'm recording this, it's 1.07 a.m. in Southern California. 
After I get done with this show, get the show notes up and everything, after the show's posted, we're moving to our new web host. Yes, sirree, Bob. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I gave you all my reasons. If you want to know the reasons, I'm moving from the web host I was at to the, the new one. Uh, listen to, I, I believe it was show number 122. Name of the show is Go. Well, I'm going. And I'm going to be gone from place one and going to place two. Now, you want to know which web host did I decide to go with? Well, first let me say I'm not being paid to say this. <coughs> Excuse me. I decided to go with a web hosting company called Media Temple. They, as far as I can see, are, man, they are state of the art. They have got some very cool things going on over there. They've got a really great plan if you have multiple domains. If you have just one domain, just one little website, maybe it's not the best for you. Depends on the volume, you know, how busy your website is. But they have this this uh, this technology over there called Grid Server. Now, in in most cases, now you know if you're not a geek, if you're not interested in this, uh, hang on, I've got some other good stuff. But I, I'm I, and I won't geek out too much here. But I want to tell you why I decided to go with Media Temple. If you're not interested, just hit that fast forward button for about uh, I don't know a minute or two. But Grid Server, okay. Most people, many people use what they call shared hosting when they have a website, okay? They go to this company and they say, hey, I want a, I want a website and I want to put it on, on your machine, okay? Well, with, with shared hosting, your website is on a computer somewhere, on a server somewhere, with a whole bunch of other websites as well, okay? Well, you know, a computer only has so much bandwidth, a computer only has so much processing power, and if another website on the machine that your website is on is getting slammed with a lot of traffic, or if there's a lot of um, websites on that server that are all getting a little bit, but it's, it's you know, it, it, the machine itself is getting slammed, it's going to slow your website down. So when people go to visit your website, they're going to have slow page loads. Well, with Media Temple, they've got this grid server thing. And the way I understand it is this, that, that your website is actually being hosted um, on a grid of several different machines, lots and lots of different machines. So if any you know, one website gets a lot of traffic, the grid picks up all the slack and everything, the performance doesn't dip. Now, that's the way I understand it. And I've talked to some people that are being hosted there, some other podcasts that have some, you know, really heavy traffic, and uh, they had no complaints at all about Media Temple or about their service and about, uh, you know, page loads and everything else. Now, of course, all the all my media files, you know, where the actual shows where you where where your machine goes to get my show, I'm not hosting those anyway. Podshow hosts those with some really state of the art stuff, and and that's why the shows that you download. Um, the, the LifeSpring shows that you download come down pretty quick, right? If that is, if you've got a, a you know a, a fast broadband connection, if you're on a dial-up, oh man, let me just say hi right now to. to I'm going to take a little side note here. I just say hi to somebody that I met last week by way of email. She's a new listener, and oh, you talk about dedication. Oh man, she is on a dial-up connection and downloads the shows on a dial-up. Yowza. I would just want to say thank you in person, as much in person as I can, voice to your, your ears here, 
thank you so much for doing that. I, I really appreciate that. That is that is just a, a great thing. So anyway, back now to this. So um, what was I, where was I at? Uh, just when you go to get the the show, you're getting the show notes and stuff from my web host, but the media files, all the shows come from Pod Show. So anyway. Uh, Saturday, here's, here's an example of the level of service that I've experienced so far with these guys. Saturday morning, I'm, I'm working on transferring files, and I've, check this out, I've got the equivalent of about 20 blogs that I've had to move from the old hosting company to Media Temple here. 20 blogs and um, a couple of other websites, HTML-based websites, and so I'm, I've been shoving data around now for days. Today was the last of it. But Saturday morning, I had a problem. And it was basically my own stupidity. But I, I called him up. Saturday morning was about, I think, 11 o'clock here. The phone picked up after two rings. And I was talking to a live human being within 30 seconds. And I had a you know this question. And... I just couldn't understand what the, the problem was, but, you know, he very, very nicely, you know, kind of explained what was going on. And, and it, as it turned out, I had a really, it was a stupid question. Of course, the only stupid question is ones you don't ask, right? So, but, but after he explained it to me, I thought, you know, I, I should not have even asked that. I should have known that. But he was very gracious about explaining how the thing worked and it was, it was perfect. I mean, it was just absolutely great. So, so far it's been a great experience and, um, so tonight, after I upload the show, I'm going to point the DNS servers, and don't worry about what that is if you don't know. All that means is when your machine goes out and asks to go to lifespringpodcast.com, um, it has to know where to go. Well, at this point, you're going to the old web host. The, tonight, I'm going to say go to the other place. Now, that can take some time to... To work its way through the internet, so I'm hope hopefully everything works out and this the switch is going to be completely transparent to you. Other than you'll see just a few changes over there. One of the changes is going to be the the forum, the LifeSpring Family Forum. Whole new look, whole new software that runs it. There's a few bugs that I'm still working out, but uh, it's 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 beautiful. And uh, if if you are a, a member of the LifeSpring Family Forum and things don't work for you perfectly. Please be patient. <laughs> I'm going to be updating all the, the show notes pages as we go along. But uh, when you go to the when you go, you're going to a brand new web host. So I told you I was going to do it. It's cost me a tremendous amount in in time, and of course the sponsorship has gone away from that other company. And you know I'm still looking for uh, another sponsor there. And Podshow is supposed to be helping me out with that. So you know there we go. But that's that's what's going on. And uh, I guess it's time to move on to the next segment. I hope I didn't bore you too awful much. Uh, the kids, of course, are back into school from their week celebrating President's Day. I still don't quite understand that, but whatever. Uh, let's see. What else can I say? I think that's about it. Let's move on to the next segment. All right. Speaking of cell phones, how about the cell phone versus the Bible? I wonder what would happen if we treated our Bible like we treat our cell phone. What if we carried it around in our purses or our pockets? What if we flipped through it several times a day? What if we turned back to go get it if we forgot it? 
What if we used it to receive messages from the text? What if we treated our Bible like we couldn't live without it? What if we gave it to our kids as a gift? What if we used it when we traveled? What if we used it in case of emergency? Unlike our cell phone, we don't have to worry about our Bible being disconnected because of an unpaid bill. Jesus has already paid the bill in full. And just think, (laughs) no dropped calls. God hears them all. Thanks to Steve Gray for his contributions to today's show. Artists that you heard today were Waba and Susan Gray. And Mark Stephen Brock was playing the guitar in the background as I was talking about the Holy Spirit. You'll find links on the show notes pages at LifespringPodcast.com. Thanks so much for being with me today. I really, really appreciate it. Please go check out the new website. Check out the forum if you haven't been there before. Write me an email. Give me your questions. We love to do the Ask Steve type things. Steve.lifespring at gmail.com. Listener call in line is 206-350-CALL or 206-350-2255. Love to hear from you. Love it. Comments. You can leave comments on the show notes pages as well. Leave comments at iTunes. That'd be good. Really appreciate that. Hey, Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. Jesus asks you this. Who do you say that I am? LifeSpring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. Until next time, I'm Steve Webb saying God bless you richly. Glad you're part of the family. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight. <laughs>